BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Monday. It is the first Monday in May, which is iconic for so many reasons, but the most important reason it's important today is because Altivia Ashray is here. Our big sis, Olivia, is joining me today because Claudia is off gallivanting in Palm Springs at Stagecoach with our other sister. It's just like kind of War of the Sisters. But Liv, Troutskin, how are you? Thank you for joining us. Hi, Angel. Well, thank you so much for having me. I have like so many things to say right off the bat because one, okay. you said the morning toast, which I feel like oh my is God. actually, oh my God. but it's perfect <laughs> for me because I legitimately have not been on this show in like, I, I obviously have, I haven't been on the show since it's been called in the years. toast, but it's been yeah. years. So like. It feels like the throwback is almost like semi-intentional for me, and I so appreciate that. it's not. I did it on Thursday, too, and Claudia called me out. And I guess typically she does the intro after Good Morning Millennials, so, like, I haven't had to correct myself. And it took her, like, weeks to stop saying morning, and I just didn't even think about it. Welcome back to the toast in the morning, of course, but not (laughs) the morning toast. Damn. The one and only. Yeah. And also first Monday in May. First of all, like how the fuck is it May? Like that's really alarming to me. Like we're halfway through the year. I feel like legitimately it was just New Year's. Like am I the only person that feels that way? It's like bizarre. Things are really like going so fast, but the days feel so motherfucking long. But I'm also shook it that like we are almost really halfway through the year. Yeah, but we're not halfway through the year until the end of June, correct? Correct. But like we're so we're basically there. OK, sure. Like sure. we're in month five of the year already. It's just I don't know. It's blowing my mind. It's blowing my mind. It's crazy. Well, everyone's going to be so excited that you are joining me today, because as we said, you haven't been on the toast in so long, probably years I can't even remember the last time. Definitely not since you've moved to Florida. So Definitely. for everyone listening, can we get like a little live catch up? Like what's new with you? How are you? What's live up to? What's live up to? I'm good. I'm just living my best life here in Florida. You know, I think also you and I were talking about this not that long ago, but the reason why the world feels like it's moving so fast is because Levi is already six months and I'm like not mentally prepared to be having like a six month old. And then Kay's birthday is in May she's turning three. So that's what's up with me. It's just like time is flying. I know people say like it goes so fast, cherish it. 
And I always like kind of roll my eyes when I hear that because it's like annoying, but it's so true. It's like really depressing and happy all at the same time. I know. I feel like I get so many targeted videos on reels and all of them are about like parenting and kids and they're so nice, but there are so many that are just all about like how the time goes so quickly. And you know, it's like they have that new trend where they play that song and it's like the kid is young and then it switches songs and the kid is like older and it's so nice but like it's really kind of like fucking depressing and can't we just like enjoy and not just like talk about how quickly it's going and how quickly it's going to go yeah there's this new um tiktok slash reel going around i've seen it like three times in the last 24 hours and it's like you only have like 15 spring breaks Two proms, one first date, like cherish it all. And it's like, it's weenie, but it's also true. Like, no, do you no, know what I mean? Okay, I understand that it's true, but it's like, stop counting. Like, stop counting. Just yeah. live. It's a, it, that really like stresses me out and I find it to be so unnecessary. Yeah, live and let live, you know? That should be the name of this podcast episode. Okay, I will consider it if nothing better comes up. <laughs> And if I find that that is like a constant theme of the episode that we are living and letting live to Absolutely. others. Absolutely. YOLO is another one I could present. You only live okay. once, you know, if you just want to be on okay. the live theme. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. We'll, just, see where, know. we'll see where the episode takes us, but I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed. Okay. Thank you for being so open minded. I really appreciate that about you. Oh, my God. That's so sweet. Thanks. You're you just actually really are one of the most open-minded people I've ever met you know like you just you're a pleasure to have a conversation with oh my god this is just compliment hour is it we never like talked we never since we never podcast together we never have to like talk to each other like podcasters we can just like you know totally totally and I feel like actually like the last time I did the toast the morning toast it was with Claudia like I don't know when I've ever done an episode even just with you we do a lot of Patreons yeah. We do a lot of patrons and also when we were both brides, like I remember you came on a lot Totes, when Claudia yeah. was on the Dirty Jeans tour. Um, that was really when we were vibing. That was like a century wise. ago at this point. Literally another I've lived lifetime. 17 lives since then. <laughs> um, same. And we're going to get into all the stories today. I'm going to put you to work, you know, typical toast. But before we do, I think you and I like need to talk about our sisters. Um, oh, let's Snatchler talk about and Snatchler 2. Yeah. In Palm Springs. Have you been following? I mean, how could you not be following their weekend? Claudia and Margo are at Stagecoach uh, and they just look insanely sickening. Sickening. Sickening beyond belief. It's a pleasure to watch them. It is a pleasure. And I feel like I, as you know, just kind of this suburban mom, am living vicariously through them. Like every Mm -hmm. time I see Claudia or Margo or Shannon like somebody come up on my Instagram where there's like new content it's like I legitimately am probably the first person um, to click no, because you're the second because I'm the first no I rewatch it I'm like so enthralled by it and like I would say this to Margo openly like when she posts from a concert like I'll be the first to tap through because like I don't find it appealing but this is a whole other level like I I hope that they save all their stories they could turn it into a documentary and I would watch it Oh every night God. before so, I go okay. to sleep. <laughs> you're, you're, wait, that's a little, like, No, but you know what I mean. No, it's just, like, I totally it's know the type mean. of no, content every... that I hope never dies because no, it needs I'll to be continue like, to resurface. 
I'm sitting at home and I'm, it's like seven o'clock. I'm like, okay, well, it's four o'clock in California. Maybe they're dressed for the day and they posted their outfits. Totally. Shapiro like, I'm was so like, invested. did you, have you spoken to your sisters? Like, are they having a good time? I'm like, I don't fucking need to speak to them. They're having the time of their lives. <laughs> yeah. No. And you know, Claudia is going to come on the toast tomorrow and spill all and tell us every detail. And I'm really excited to hear. I did talk to her today and they are confirmed having a good time. But I do get the sense because it's the truth that like having a good time is exhausting. Oh, absolutely. In a hundred degree heat, like how could you, yeah. you know, there's, the, there's that always like 1% of tretch that, and plus it being in a festival, right? Like the thing about yeah. a festival is like, you're going to the bathroom in a porta potty, you're waiting online for a drink, you're being shoved in the mosh pit of a crowd. Like there's just certain things about a festival that are just festival life, but it looks just primo, demo, wemo. You know? Yeah. No, I'm definitely a proud big sis living vicariously through. What's been your favorite outfit of theirs, do you think? Ooh, I just literally saw Claudia's outfit for today, and she was wearing, like, this kind of, like, checkerboard pattern, like, sweater vesty sort of thing set. And I was like, damn, girl. Like, she was looking straight fire flames. And then Margot's blue outfit yesterday, I think, like, crushed. So those, I would say, I think, are my top two right now. But, like, I don't know. Honestly, the denim skirt on Claudia, like, so mm. not prepared for that moment. And it is uh, etched in my memory forever. Yeah. Um, I I love Claudia's day two outfit, the green dress. The green dress, uh, of course. And Margot's day two outfit, the blue outfit, like, obsessed. She, like, made a little TikTok video. I was like, it just, like, wasn't long enough. And you were standing too far away from the camera. Like, we didn't get to see enough i'm like the replying to every time, story i'm like, like show it from this angle <laughs> like when she took a picture and like sent it to the steens like when they were first dressed i like it was jarring i'm like whoa my phone yeah. is gonna blow up from it's overheating you know yeah it was it was too hot to handle too hot to handle that's for sure well i'm so excited for the episode to hear all the things um you know because i am admittedly like a selective toast listener because mm. I feel like I talk to you guys every second of every day that I like, I know your take on everything. I know what you do with your lives. So thus I don't necessarily have to expend the hour plus a day because I'm living it. Um, nor do I always have the hour plus a day, you know? So that will be an episode I tune into. Yeah, that will be good. And do you listen like when you hear that we've talked about you? A hundred percent because like people will text me like, I heard about you on the toast today. You're this, you're that or haha about Shapiro. And I'm like, uh-huh, what? So then I have yeah. to go tune in to like, does that, a, does that scare you or it's or it's fun? No, I, I know that you guys, unless you're like fucking making shit up about me, which you do sometimes no. do, you know? Yeah. You no, know. there's a few stories in our arsenal that we disagree on the art the history of yeah no I think it's actually more fun for people who I get a lot of text like I'm a toaster now or my so-and-so was talking about the toast and they can't believe I know you and then it's like oh well here I am today you know I'm on the yeah. toast too so that yeah. will be fun I think yeah <laughs> so you don't want me to tell the story about the Backstreet Boys I mean, you could tell it, but it's factually inaccurate. So, like, it's fine. And by the way, you know like, what? people who have been listening to the show for years, they know the fucking story because we've talked about no, it. No, I don't think we've ever told the story because it's definitely like on Patreon. No, it's oh, definitely on Patreon. You're right. Because yeah. it's that much of a hot button issue between us. Yeah, because you guys are in a cabal against me, like to make like try to rewrite history and pretend that I have these memories that I don't have. But like, it's not that it's not. That. No. 
everyone says I have such a good memory and this is one of my youngest memories my earliest memories and most cherished sure but but we won't get into it it's just like a little squabble about like Olivia's love for the Backstreet Boys because but I wasn't. It, I, I know. Was in a, I know. The number one in sync girl. Admittedly, I, I wanted like my bar mitzvah know, theme to know. be JC Chazay. Okay. We know. We know. Is that how you said but, it? I don't know. But before you got into in sync, like before you discovered them and like fell head over heels, there was a brief period where you did like the Backstreet Boys just because it was like the thing to like, and your Backstreet Boy of choice was Brian. And um, by the way, confirm or today, Confirm, obviously. But in today's <laughs> day and age, like. Good for me because the rest of them, I don't know. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I do. Agree. I, agree I obviously have good taste in men. I guess yeah, from a young seems age to be scandal free. Scandal free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 J C. Chazay also scandal free from what I can, from what I know. I haven't really. I, haven't I don't have a up. Google alert on him or anything. Yeah. Sure. Just Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I can't with you. I can't with you. Okay, well, I'm so glad that you're here to join us for the Fast Five today. We have some great stories, and I want to get Liv's take on pop culture because you dabble, and I feel like there I are dabble. subjects that you that you really care about. You don't care about some of the things that, like, Claude and I do, but you, you, the things that you're passionate about, like, you are a forensic investigator, and 100%. you no know other more way than be. anyone about your passion subjects. A hundred percent. No other way to be. No other way to be. What would you say are your passion subjects for those who don't know? Influencer drama. Influencer drama, for sure. But, like, not the kind of influencer <laughs> drama that most people care about. You yeah, know? not like not like these teeny boppers. No, like mine around. is, like, I don't know, food blogger sort of stuff, you know? Like, I'm just <laughs> in a totally different space. Um, no, my MO is that I like to know a little bit about everything. Like, I, I just like to be a well-rounded person. You know, I just, I don't really, like, read, like, you know, I don't, like, read news and entertainment news and I'm not like live and die by certain things but um you know I just like to be able to be conversational about any sort of mainstream topic that's going to come up so I don't really watch reality tv I used to a lot but I don't anymore but again like know all the players know the situation just not spending hours of my week watching it because like one I don't have the time and two I feel like you can find out a good amount of information about what's going on just by being alive in the world yeah and you and Shapiro like your weird shows I love I just like shows that have you know a plot you like drama some action shows. I like drama, drama murder shows with mystery action and like a government body yeah no like cop dramas like it's totally my vibe government conspiracy yeah, like yeah you name it the, that's my the blacklist the blacklist love it night agent I just finished it was incredible and but here's the thing I'm watching Firefly Lane and it's unbelievable and oh you like it oh I love it I just think it's like it's so drama filled you know I like the drama I read the book I heard it's nothing like the book. You know, I didn't read the book, but. I know. The book made me angry. And then I was like, I'm not watching the show. Oh, interesting. Oh, I feel like if maybe I read the book, I might have the same experience. But yeah, no, that's what I'll be up to tonight. Um, I will be watching Firefly Lane. And I watch the one reality show that I watch is Love is Blind. Shapiro and I cannot get enough of it. I don't know why. Oh, what were your thoughts? Okay, great. That's a great pop culture touch point. What were your thoughts on the reunion that everyone's talking about. The reunion was horrendous. It was just Do you think so... that Vanessa and Nick should be replaced, like the petition says? I don't. I mean, I saw somewhere that they're like executive producers on the show, so I don't necessarily know that they're going to be replaced. But like, I just don't like when you 
are the host of something where you like have such an obvious agenda and on some of the points you're like really wrong. Like I think that's where Andy Cohen does a really good job because he comes into those reunions and he doesn't necessarily have an agenda. Obviously there's things that he wants to get answered on behalf of the audience, but like that's not really what Vanessa was doing. She just kept like the way that the whole thing was organized, the conversations that were had, the questions that were asked, the things that she harped on, also the way that they edited it, like some things were so incomplete they, and live. inconsistent. No, I thought it was like not live and it was recorded after because Netflix couldn't figure out the live. Bit. No, so it was live streamed, even though they were fucking up. And you like what we watched, what Claudia and I watched was the live cut. And then when they put it on Netflix they did edit it a little bit I don't know what they that's what I watched because I watched it like a week late got it yeah yeah no but even like the girl Jackie she had like a pre-recorded like web you know like zoom webex thing and she was like one of the worst offenders on the show and the questions were like hunky dory for her I don't know it was just not the vibe yeah but I'm here for Brett and Tiffany they seem like a great couple um bliss and zach i don't know just i don't know it was just all sorts of weird this season i think it's also because people do go on the show knowing that like you are going to get some level of fame and then also it's like reality tv you don't know what kind of edit you're going to get um so it's just all those things mixed together with this very bizarre experiment which now things are coming out about it where they like don't feed them and don't let them sleep and the conditions are it looks really like they're bad. They're always eating and they're always drinking. One person from the season before, that guy Nick who did get married and then got a divorce is like doing this uh-huh. whole thing on how like the treatment of um the folks on the show is no bueno. I'll check it out, but they're yeah. literally See, this is where eating. I go down deep web on things that no one cares about. Um but yeah. here I am. No, that's that's useful information. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, without further ado, Liv and I are going to get into the Fast Five stories that you need to know. (sighs) Today's episode is brought to you by Thrive Market. So if you've been listening to The Toast or you even watch my amazing Instagram stories, you know that I love Thrive Market. It is my go-to for all of my grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting it all quickly shipped to my doorstep is a huge time saver. I go to Thrive Market for everything in my kitchen, from food for me, snacks for Zach and I, food for Harry, snacks for Harry, cleaning supplies, like everything clean in this clean era that I'm in I can get it on Thrive Market and I love that they do the vetting for you so that all you have to do is log on to Thrive Market choose which items that you need and you can have so much security in the fact that they are selling clean healthy products for you not only does Thrive Market save me money but they also save me time I love the filters on their website or app they have over 70 filters so if you're vegetarian if you're keto if you're paleo you just let them know and they will give you all of the options that are appropriate for you it saves you so much time better than going through the grocery aisle and looking at the back of all the ingredients lists wondering if you can have something When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Join Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash the toast for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash the toast. Thrivemarket.com slash the toast. 
Today's episode is also brought to you by Squarespace. We love Squarespace here at The Toast because we love that entrepreneurial spirit. And Squarespace is an amazing platform that allows you to build your business. Squarespace is everything to sell anything. Squarespace has the tools you need to get your business off the ground, including e-commerce templates, inventory management, a simple checkout process, and secure payments. Whatever you sell, Squarespace has merchandising features to make your products look their best online. You can connect with your audience and generate revenue through gated members only content manage your members and email communications and leverage audience insights all on one easy to use platform so Squarespace has these amazing capabilities that could take you years to learn but on their platform it is all there easy to use and it makes running your own business and managing your community so so easy we recommend Squarespace because they have video blocks you can present your videos from YouTube or any video creation app you can connect to social media accounts you can have other contributors have access to your site's website manager so someone can help you in your passion projects and that is one of the many reasons why we love Squarespace. So head to squarespace.com toast for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code toast to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that is squarespace.com slash toast and use offer code toast to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We love Squarespace. And if you want to start that passion project, that side hustle, now is the time and Squarespace is the platform. Okay, our first story is some sad news to kick off the stories, I'm sorry to say, because at the end of last week, it was announced that Jerry Springer passed away. The legendary TV host was 79 years old, and he was one of the most influential talk show hosts in TV history. He died peacefully in his home in suburban Chicago on Thursday, his family confirmed, according to a report from his longtime employer. They said, quote, Jerry's ability to connect with people was at the heart of his success in everything he tried, whether that was politics, broadcasting, or just joking with people on the street who wanted a photo or a word. He is irreplaceable and his loss hurts immensely, but memories of his intellect, heart, and humor will live on. He was reportedly diagnosed with cancer a few months ago, which unfortunately took a bad turn this past week, according to TMZ. It's so sad. I saw that notification come in and just like, Jerry Springer, like Maury as well, were just such staples of our childhood. Like if you were a Mm -hmm. kid and you were sick and home from school, you watched Jerry Springer. Like your parents had no idea what you were doing up in your room while you were supposed to be resting, but you were watching Jerry Springer. And I just feel like it's so iconic for kids that are now no longer kids, but like our generation. Um, But it kind of goes back to the conversation we were having earlier. Like he's 79 years old. It's terrible that... Um, you know, he passed. It's terrible that he had cancer. Um, And I just, I hope he lived a good life, you know? Yeah, I think that he did. He was a major pioneer in television. He was there for all of us. Yeah. When we were sick, we were upstairs being like, Jerry, Jerry. Yeah, but then you think about it, like the way that he was so a part of our lives, it was like more than 20 years ago. 20-ish years ago, you know? So it's like time is really flying. But he's still doing his show. Claudia saw his show like, Five, six years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Insane. Yeah. Oh, that's so Insane. sad. I also, in his passing, have learned that he was the mayor of Cincinnati for a point. Was he? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. That's why it said politics in that little blurb. Oh, wow. Um, a it's multi-talented just, man. Yeah. It's just like, there's some people when they pass, like, the world is never the same. And to be honest with you, today's kids 
It's just not the same. No, they won't know. They won't know. They won't know what it's like. But in the same room where I have the memory of like watching Jerry Springer is the same room where I have the memory of like that Brian story. Which is my childhood room. Which is your childhood room. That's where we used to watch Jerry. Yeah, that is where we used to watch Jerry. The side posters of Brian. It was kind of cool. We had a TV in our room as kids. Yeah, we did. But like the quality was always like so bad that you couldn't be addicted to it. You know what I mean? No, yeah. I, the only and it was thing, like really I, hard to like you had to get up to change a channel. So it wasn't like you were just like laying around all day watching. No, TV. for sure. No. The one thing that I feel like I know that we watched like weekly was um, Seventh WB. Heaven. Oh, yeah. yeah. Seventh Heaven. Seventh Heaven. And then the OC, like when that first started oh, and that whole like Laguna older. Beach, the hills. um you know yeah but that, that was like when we were older and like more when we like moved to the city era it was like but right at the cusp we, yeah that yeah, was right no. at the cusp but like growing up we used to watch the wb every friday night like catch us there all the four of us like watching together yeah no 100 percent. the wb was lit it was i remember actually when they rebranded to the cw that was like my first experience with a rebrand and i was confused so it, it, do you find it to be a successful rebrand? Did it like spur your love of branding or no? I don't know, actually. I remember in the moment feeling really angry about it. Like, what the heck is this? <laughs> yeah, you know? it's angering. It's yeah, angering. no, that was that was very angering. Um, but now it's still the CW, so power to them. And you know what we used to watch a lot? Reba. We watched Reba. And what was that other show with Re- Joanna Garcia? Reba. Not Reba. The one that she starred. She, privileged? Um, privileged, yeah. But that was later in life. No, but still in the same room. No. Like those, no, not in the same room. Privileged really? is like. Privileged was on the CW. Are you sure? Okay, fine. I'm pretty sure because right. I rewatched it recently on CW Seed. Even did though I do you, think they have Reba all. Reba was iconic. Oh, they, I know. What else did we watch as kids? I feel like we, we watched, watched Friends, unfortunately, because we didn't ABC have ABC Family, apparently. we watched before it was Freeform. Do you remember that? Yeah, we watched that show, Maybe It's Me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, when I go to sleep tonight, I'll be thinking about all the things that I wish that I would have said. Like, I remember we used to watch this, and I remember when we used to watch that. But um, We watched, like, Nick at Night. Yeah, we, we watched really Nick at Night. We watched The channels. Nanny. We watched all of those things. yeah. We watched whatever was the WB was serving up. Totally, totally. Yeah, no, it was those first 11 channels, like ABC, CBS, NBC. We didn't really, like, watch a lot of, like, things like MTV. We, we weren't watching NBC, I could tell you that. No, because that's where, like, American Idol, that was on what at the time? Oh, true. Yeah, that we watched like those 2000. things. I remember when Kelly Clarkson and Justin Guarini faced off. We were in said same room. Do you remember? Yeah. That's a, I, I have that core memory. I remember when, um, I think it was like Taylor Hicks's season. Oh, he didn't no win. memory of that. No memory of that. But Kelly Clarkson, very, I have a very definitive memory of winning. That's we were a all together memory. watching and the way that like we were screaming and jumping for joy. We were Team Kelly. Um, uh, By a million miles. A hundred percent. Always have been. It's in our roots. Always have. Literally nothing's changed. Nothing. Nothing. OK, well, our next story is actually some reality TV news that I'd love to get your thoughts about, because this weekend was the White House Correspondents Dinner and fans are confused over Lala Ken, Ariadna Maddox and Lisa Vanderpump's appearance at the dinner. 
So Bravo fans were stunned to see Lala, Ariana, and Lisa at the 2023 White House Correspondents' Dinner Saturday night. The trio of reality stars looked ethereal on the red carpet at the D.C. Hilton Hotel following the highly publicized Scandaval, which we know. I'm sure you're familiar with the scandal of all. I sure am familiar. So these three from the show went to the White House Correspondents' Dinner with the L.A. Times. Question mark. They did. Make I it, thought that they yeah. went with, I saw them in a picture with Lindy Yaccarino, who's the chairwoman of NBC Universal, and my friend Shelly Zalis. And I thought for sure that Linda brought from the, the Bravo E-Stars. Or from the night before. Because the night before there was like a big party in town that they also went to. I think it was like CAA or one of the talent agencies like had a a party in DC. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I got to go back and look. But LA Times, yeah. so random. So random. And okay, so maybe the LA Times is like thirsting a little bit like cuz they the the publications like get tables for this big event yeah. and like you can give away tickets, so you give it to like you could give it to someone influential or someone you want to sit with or someone that's going like, to create buzz for your Right. for your publication. So they chose like three Vanderpump people. But I think that the choice of the three is also interesting. I was talking about it with Claudia. Like, of course, Ariana is the belle of the ball these days. And like, she is the first invite. But I was surprised that Lala was there. Like, I feel like maybe Katie could have gone. And then like Lisa's kind of random too. But I mean, I'm here for it. I hope they had an amazing time. They looked gorgeous, truly beautiful. All three of them. They they looked looked like really... They really looked um, dressed perfectly, like, for the affair, you know? Yeah. But I'm just so confused as to why, who, what, where, when, why, how they were there. I'm confused, too. I wonder, like, I don't know the nuances of the friendships on Vanderpump Rules. Like, are Lala and Ariana cool? They're cool. Everybody's cool now. All the girls are cool because okay. they've all been so united. So maybe she asked to bring her. I feel like your point about Ariana being the belle of the ball makes a lot of sense. Like maybe Ariana got two tickets and she gave them to Lisa and Lala. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I need to know more. Like, and you know what? They all have podcasts. So honestly, we'll get the Lisa Vanderpump hasn't like really been around that much in a while. Like I, I don't see her like go to events and do things really. Well, she kind of just does her own stuff. Like right. she does Vanderpump Rules and then she opens up her restaurants and like she kind of just like feeds her own ecosystem, which is like a nice level to be at. A hundred percent. Yeah, no, that's why I'm more so surprised to see her because I'm like, I feel like I haven't seen you in a while, you know? Yeah. At least yeah, for me, like she's like, just like not on my radar, even though like the, the whole- show is Vanderpump Rules, obviously. I just and I know she's in the show, but like, I don't know. I just feel like the rest of them housewives you always just see in different instances yeah well she's not a housewife anymore did you know that? no i know yes i heard that she's not a housewife anymore i actually muted myself to choke because i don't we would never know professionals at this because like i don't know the the mouth is dry you're welcome to take a sip of water okay i'm gonna take i'm gonna take you up on that thing you take your water and i'm gonna let you know what our next story is because Mm. it is some programming news Jada Pinkett Smith's Red Table Talk has been among the shows canceled as Facebook Watch is shut down by Meta. 
So Red Table Talk is closing its doors for now. The popular talk show co-hosted by Jada Pinkett Smith, her mother and her daughter, has been canceled as its network Facebook Watch is shut down by Meta, People confirms. Deadline was the first to report the news that Facebook Watch's original programming endeavors were ending, with none of its shows returning for, to more, for more seasons. It added that Red Table Talk was being shopped around to other interested networks. Variety reported that it's a cost-cutting measure. So this story is pretty twofold. Like, one, yeah. Facebook Watch is gone. Like, we don't have to accidentally click that tab on our phones anymore. <laughs> That's, like, really joyous. Um, and two, that means Red Table Talk no longer has a home there. But I do feel like it could get picked up by someone else. But for now, it's kaput. I think so, too. And I think, you know, honestly, I didn't even realize that Red Table Talk was a part of Facebook Watch, Meta Watch, whatever. Like, I think, honestly, the the point of this story is, like, a millionfold. Number one... Facebook has to, like, stop trying to be all things to all people. You know, like, they want to be, like, a a studio, like, a Netflix creating original programming, and they're going to bring us to the metaverse, and here they have Instagram and WhatsApp and a VR set with Oculus, and it's just, like, chill, you know? So to some extent, I don't want to say that I'm, like, I'm glad that Facebook Watch didn't work out, but it's, like, I understand, like, they're just, you can't be all things to all people. It's too fucking much, number one. Yeah, maybe number next two. they can take IGTV with them. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> gone. I don't even know. No, I think um, it's there. That's embarrassing for Instagram, to be honest with you. But um, the second point is, yeah, I would say that if anything, like Red Table Talk is probably the only program on Facebook Watch that anybody was specifically tuning into Facebook Watch to watch other than their random ass other programming that they were shoving down our throats. I don't know. Like in this article, I never heard of these shows, but they sound like real shows. Peace of Mind with Taraji P. Henson, The Biebers on Watch, and Elizabeth Olsen's drama series, Sorry for Your Loss. Never and Limetown heard of any with of these. Jessica Beale. No, I've never heard of them, but like they sound like real shows. They sound like real shows, but then like also how have we never heard of them, you know? Yeah. There was one just, Facebook watch thing. It was like Tom versus Time about Tom Brady. That one I watched, mm-hmm. but that was legitimately like five or six years ago. Like they've just been at this too long and haven't cracked the code. So like Zionara. Yeah, and it's just, you know, the Facebook user's behavior, it's just not where we want to watch our TV. Like I've said so many times before, I don't need one app to do everything for me. Like I like having my phone where I do this and my TV where I do that and my computer where I do this and these different apps. Like I don't need it all in-house. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. And I think But don't tell Mark Zuckerberg. No, Red Table Talk is interesting because they have interesting guests, right? Like, Yeah, it's all guest dependent. Like, I think they literally have episodes that have 100 listens. Yeah, Yeah. of course. So, um, I don't know. Like, maybe they should, you know, shop it around. TNN could take the audio format. (laughs) LOL. No, I think think they'll get picked up, and I think that they should get picked up. Like, it's a good concept. They have amazing, like, guest outreach and have good conversations with people it gets tons of buzz it gets more buzz than cable news shows or cable talk shows so someone should snag it yeah but you know what it makes me think about like all those quibi shows that like had yeah, buzz too, too and never got picked up anywhere but like they didn't really have buzz and they also like weren't whole shows no i know no, they were like five minute one, shows the ip on any of them didn't appear anywhere else it's been yeah. like a year and a half since quibi went under yeah, it's been like three years, but um, really, it was like yeah, it was twenty twenty. Wow, again, time I have absolutely no concept of, but I yeah, know. I think about Quibi often. Actually, do you? 
Yes, sometimes. But all I would say about Red Table Talk and why it's different is because it's like an established show and it's long form. Like they wouldn't have to change anything. Yeah. They wouldn't have to like even like get new audience members. It's just like copy and paste. Whereas with Quibi, it was like they were ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. But they just had invested so much that it's like I know. you would think. Yes, but I agree with you. I, I think that you will be reporting on Red Table Talk landing somewhere in the next few weeks or months, for sure, as it should. Um, and I think, honestly, the fact that they were at Facebook Watch, I'm glad Facebook Watch shut down so that Red Table Talk could go somewhere else. There, I said yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad, like, like – Facebook watch is winding down for sure for sure there's just like that was unnecessary and also like it's been too long you know like sometimes I appreciate when companies try things and then like after a year or two if it doesn't work like great like fold in that what is it like put in the towel fold in the throw towel. in the towel throw in the towel yeah throw in the towel Facebook what do you think this means for the industry since you are like a media queen Well, I think that there's so much going on in the media space right now with all of these, you know, big networks and cable channels like launching their own streaming services. And I think at some point there has to be some sort of consolidation, you know, like you have Amazon Prime, you have Netflix, you have Hulu, HBO Max, and then you have NBC with Peacock and Paramount Plus. Like there's just so much. And, you know, people don't want to spend, you know, hundreds of dollars across 15 different services to access content. So, like, I think you will continue to see a media consolidation. Like, I think, you know, what Hulu, Disney, ESPN are trying to do right now where they're kind of, like, all together and then there's going to be opportunities for cross-sharing in terms of content. Like, I think we'll be seeing a little bit more of that. But ultimately, at the end of the day, whoever produces good content that gets people to watch, like, is going to be the winner. And I think right now, with the way that Netflix does it and how they can drive so much, like, FOMO around shows that they create and then they have it be trending and everybody's talking about it and you have to watch it, it's like, you're going to have to have Netflix be able to access that. So I think the media space is really interesting right now. I think... Uh, It's a great time for content because people are just like all consumed. But the one thing I will say that I'm really actually not liking is how like they created a monster in us to binging. binging. Yeah. And now they're like episode by episode. And to Uh be honest with you, I'm just absolutely not here for it. Like, I I think it's so wrong. You can't like dramatically change a consumer behavior and then just be like, whoop, nope, like not okay. No, and Claudia and I also say it's like, okay, one, they're, they went from binging to being, like, episodic. Two, like, a lot of these new platforms have fucking commercials. And three, they're all consolidating, like, into one sort of platform. It's cable. Yeah. It's turning into cable. A hundred percent. And you're paying 150 bucks like you would when, you know, if you live in New York and you have Spectrum and you have a thousand channels. No, but the key is, the key is not to have cable because Zach and I don't have cable. As you guys know, we're cord cutters and we have every, between YouTube TV and then we pay for whatever streamers we want. Yeah. Our bill is so much less than cable. Yeah. The only reason why I have some basic cable is because Shapiro needs it for sports, which you guys get on YouTube. Um, right. Yeah. 100%. No, I, and like I need cable access. Like I like to watch like things live. like Bravo. Yeah. yeah. Things live, you know, Grammys or whatever. Um, but YouTube TV has all of that. Love that for you. Love it. You should, you know, you're the face of YouTube TV, at least in my mind. I've had a pleasant You've experience. You've had it for, for so long, actually. Yeah. 
Yeah, since like since we got engaged, so 2018. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's been pleasant. I would recommend to a friend. And that's a good example of like YouTube like went into the TV space and it's positive and they continued to do it. If after two yeah. years it was a sham, like they should have shut it down, but they didn't but it's because also, it worked. It's weird that, that it's YouTube owned. Like it has nothing to do with YouTube. No, I know, but it's more so just like the facilitation of video distribution, which YouTube is the biggest of in the world. Yeah, but no, it's it's like weird, and also like you can't like watch YouTube videos in the YouTube TV app. You have to get the separate YouTube app. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. No, which never really like made a ton of sense. Yeah, no, I agree with that. It's and it's like confusing. They look the same, but okay, <laughs> go off YouTube. <laughs> Today's episode is also brought to you by Skylight Frames. You guys, if you need the perfect gift for Mother's Day, Father's Day, or any loved one, birthday, holiday, anything, Skylight Frames is always the perfect gift idea. We get so many questions. What was that code for the frame again? And listen up because we have a great code for you guys today and this is a great product. So Skylight is a digital photo frame and it's a wonderful, meaningful gift that will give you a great way to stay in touch with those that you love. It's perfect for a mother or father's day gift it's simple and fun to use even if you're not tech savvy especially if you're not tech savvy there's no app or subscription required to send photos anytime from anywhere so basically you buy the skylight frame for someone it's so pretty and so cute and it matches your beautiful home decor and then the person who bought it for you is able to send photos digitally to the frame and you know you could change it up every single day if you wanted to fresh photos of your pet you know Claudia loves to send pictures of Theo I love to send her pictures of my family we have skylight frames in our homes and it's a great extra way for us to stay in touch as if we don't stay in touch enough already but it's just a really cute way to update people with your life and stay connected at all times so we have a great code now as a special offer in time for Mother's Day and Father's and Father's Day. You'll get 10% off. That's up to $30 off your frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash toast. That's right. To get 10% off up to $30 off your purchase of a skylight frame, just go to skylightframe.com slash toast. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash toast. You guys, it's the perfect gift and you cannot go wrong. Today's episode is also brought to you by ZocDoc because ZocDoc is the platform that you have been looking for if you need any sort of doctor or expert. For me, having moved, like you have to find all new people and honestly I didn't realize how many people I needed to find and how difficult that would be, especially if you don't have an existing network already it's easy to go on a social media rabbit hole like googling symptoms and self-prescribing when what you actually need to do is go on ZocDoc so no more doctor roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews with ZocDoc you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is a patient reviewed doctor and fits their needs and schedule just right so you can select through a bevy of doctors you can sort by your insurance provider then you can find the right doctor for you you can read reviews you can schedule through ZocDoc whatever time works best for you they make it so easy and really just a such a great modern convenience honestly go to ZocDoc.com toast and download the ZocDoc app for free then find and book a top rated doctor today many are available within 24 hours even so go to Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash toast that zocdoc.com slash toast and find the right doc for you 
Okay, our next story is actually some really crazy news. I know that you watch Cheers season one, so you're familiar with all these players, but Cheers star Monica Aldama, the coach, Mm -hmm. has been sued for allegedly covering up sexual assault. Monica Aldama, who starred in popular Netflix docuseries Cheer, allegedly told a former student to keep quiet about being sexually assaulted. According to court documents obtained by Page Six, cheerleader Maddie Lane claims that she was sexually assaulted, assaulted by a teammate during her first semester at Navarro. She claims that the alleged assault occurred in 2021 after her then roommate invited a group of guys over to their dorm after a night of partying. She said um, that she told Coach Monica what allegedly happened and claims the coach told her, quote, let's not make this a big deal. I want the best for you and I will help you cheer wherever you want. When she quit the team a week later, Monica reportedly told her to keep quiet if she wanted to continue her collegiate career in cheerleading. Uh, she also claims that some of the vet- one of the veteran cheerleaders told her the same thing, saying, quote, we don't tell anyone. We just keep it to ourselves. Uh she now is on a cheer team at the University of Texas and claimed that her dream of cheering um, on a nationally ranked team was squashed after Navarro coaches and former teammates blackballed her from other programs for coming forward about the alleged assault. Wow. <clears throat> well, um, one, I just think that's terrible. But also, the one thing about cheer that was so crazy is that there was this guy. Did you watch cheer, by the way? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in the first season, like Jerry was of like, course, Jerry. yeah. And then Jerry. So there is something no bueno in the water over there in Navarro. And like, it's not okay. Well, I think it was cheer the most recent season. I don't know if it was two or three. And it was like, I think it must've been two. It was like kind of post COVID, but still it was a little masky. And they were talking about like the Jerry stuff and how there's kind of like a cheer curse it feels like like ever since the first season like just it's not been positive for a lot of people like I think Monica really struggled with a lot of stuff she went on Dancing with the Stars and she was just like stressed the hell out and I don't know it was like just becoming like this theme this cheer curse and that's what this story just like echoes to me it's just like maybe the spotlight of the show just brought to light all of these things that were always there but you know we wouldn't have that sort of attention if not yeah. for the show and yeah. i guess that's a curse but it's really crazy it's and really this is crazy. really disappointing if true because monica was like america's 100%. coach you know 100%. like she's a, like everyone fell in love with monica and her coaching abilities but also like her ability to just really be there for the cheer cheerers and be like a, a motherly figure and this is just this would be completely out of line with what we thought we knew her character to be totally yeah no I couldn't agree more and I think yeah it's interesting I hadn't heard about the cheer curse but I do think like that's such a big thing with reality tv right it's like you just don't know what is gonna unravel and I think um honestly good for this girl for regardless of the fact that it's horrendous that she got blackballed from other programs. Like I would say she's probably such a beacon of hope for so many people that are reading the story. And it's like coming forward, even if you put everything that you care about at risk to like help other people, honestly, good for her, Maddie. We'll keep you posted on this story. Yeah. Keep me posted on the story. Actually, I hadn't <laughs> that heard this. That was just really surprising. Very surprising. Um, but yeah, there's, that's what I was saying earlier. It's like, Everything that you hear now about cheer, which I think is your point in the cheer curse, is like so vile. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. it's not good. Just I'm supposed sure they're to be fun and like games, another... you know, flips and tricks and fun stuff, not do a flip. Yeah. I think there's another season happening. Oh, interesting. So maybe this will be a part of it. I actually probably don't think so. No, um, they'll definitely sw- sweep it under the rug. That seems to be their specialty. Yeah. I I don't know, but it's just it's not good over at Navarro. No, it's not. Navarro is a college. Sometimes like yeah. when, like when I was watching Cheer, I like got high school vibes. The kids are so if they feel like they're so young. Well, that's just I think our age. College. I know, we? I know. It's it's me. It's me. I know. You're showing your age. I am. I'm old. <laughs> Are you ready for our fifth and final story? We'll, we're already at five? Yeah. That's insane. I thought we were at four. I don't even like, again, just Jackie, the time is flying. Time flies when you're having fun with your sis. I am. I'm having so much fun. It's actually the fifth and final story is some cute news for the kids and also some major box office news because Super Mario Brothers the movie officially smashed one billion dollars globally. Wow. The Super Mario Brothers movie is officially the first film of the year to cross the coveted one billion dollar milestone at the global box office. As of Sunday after 26 days of release the animated video game adaptation from Universal Illumination and Nintendo has grossed 490 million dollars in North America and 532 million internationally. It's only the fifth movie of pandemic times to join the billion dollar club including Spider-Man, Top Gun, Jurassic, World Dominion, and Avatar. Wow. Well, one, good for Super Mario. Um, Two, the pandemic times, like the post-pandemic movie times are so weird. Like, I have not been to a movie theater in legitimately four years, and, like, I don't know when I'm going to go back. Like, it's, like, it used to be so on my radar in terms of, like, things that I would do. I think, one, just obviously having kids now that are not, like, age-appropriate to go to the theater just yet is probably one big reason for it. But, two, like, damn, the way that, like, the theaters suffered during the pandemic, like, the way that movies come out now, like, that whole industry is, like, so flipped on its head. It's, like, it's wild. Yeah, I think it changed a lot of things. Also, we now see like movies go to theaters and then they are they're available on demand really quickly, which is yeah. pretty nice for the consumers. Totally. And I think a lot of people say, you know, like movie theater industry is just not what it was. But then like a movie like this comes out and it breaks these records in 26 days. And it's like, oh, well, maybe the other movies are just like kind of shitty and nobody wants to see them because when people want to go see a movie, they clearly go and see it. By the way, I agree with that. And I think the other thing, too, is to your point earlier about being a cord cutter I feel like most of the studios only really like advertise their movies and their trailers on like cable TV because like I don't see any movie trailers anymore now that I like don't watch you know cable TV so like I don't even ever know like what's coming out like I heard about I more so this movie them, I heard about where I do you see them that? like on social media like on Instagram you know like the Barbie trailer I didn't see yeah. that Barbie but okay like but that's what I'm saying like Barbie Air Super Mario like I saw those ones but like I cannot tell you other than those three movies what else has been in theaters in the last two months like they they only because of like the Oscar contenders I had literally not heard of one Oscar movie I guess I just heard of them well I mean I also like do this job it's, yeah so I, no it's your yeah. job but I'm just saying like me a plebe a regular consumer like I don't watch like cable tv and i do not see trailers and i do not know what movies are in theaters 
And then I only yeah. know because then it, like when I turn my TV on, it's like the new releases come up if like I'm on Apple or like whatever. And then I can see Ticket to Paradise with Julia Roberts and George Clooney, you know? Yeah. Did you watch that? I did. <laughs> what, how was it? Um, it wasn't that good. Um, it was really was it bad. I kind of um, like 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 would you recommend it? Like Zach and I watched last night Murder Mystery 2. Oh, my God. No bueno. Oh, I didn't hate it. Like it was like just the perfect dumb thing to it's watch. It's a perfect dumb thing. Yeah, it's dumb. I totally agree. Um, I would probably have recommended that more than I would have remember recommended Ticket to Paradise. The other one I watched was the Shotgun Wedding J-Lo. The one oh, that I think Army Hammer was supposed to yeah, be in it, yeah, but then it was yeah, Josh yeah. Duhamel. That was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Ooh. Did you see her movie Marry Me? Um, I did. That Which one was worse? It was Marry Me the one with Owen Wilson? Yes. Okay, it so. It was so bad. It was bad, but I watched that one on a plane. And I feel like when you watch movies on the plane, like you get this like heightened emotional, like, I I don't know, like that one I didn't Did you cry? No, I didn't cry, but I just like it was feel good. Like I was into it, you know, this one, Jackie, was like the the and like side effects, like the action was so completely unrealistic. Like it was horrendous. Like it was actually the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Ticket to Paradise, I feel like because they're both like weddings on an island vibe. I'm getting them confused in my mind almost. But uh, it it just like I can't say anything positive about that one. But the shotgun wedding one literally is should go down in history as the worst movie I've ever seen. Since today's episode has so many nostalgic memories between Liv and I, it is only fitting that today's episode, the rest of the episode, is brought to you by Legacy Box, which is a sponsor that we absolutely love and adore here at The Toast because we love reliving the past and all of our wonderful memories over the years. So if you guys don't know what Legacy Box is, it is the idea that you wish that you thought of, but someone else did, so it's all good. Basically with Legacy Box, you send in your box, they send you an empty box, you Send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures. Their team professionally digitizes everything by hand right here in the USA. You'll get it back on a thumb drive or the cloud along with your originals. It's so simple, it's like magic. So if you have, you know, a whole box or a whole storage unit full of old videos and pictures that you just want to digitize, Legacy Box does that for you and they make it so easy. We have loved reliving childhood memories with Legacy Box. I've loved finding instances of Olivia being obsessed with the Backstreet Boys so that I can prove to her that for a brief moment in time she was, you know, a Brian girly and she has come to have to accept that fact because I've given her rock solid proof thanks to Legacy Box. Also with Mother's Day quickly approaching, it's a great gift for the whole family. It really is an amazing gift idea. It's so thoughtful and you know it's also pretty easy. So it's a win-win. For a limited time, go to LegacyBox.com toast for their best Mother's Day sale ever. Buy today to take advantage of 60% off Legacy Box. Send it in when you're ready. Go to LegacyBox.com toast and be the hero of your family bringing back all of these wonderful memories to the fore. Claudia and I had this conversation like a few months ago and it was a pretty controversial point that I raised but like George Clooney is like kind of like not a serious actor. No no I I, t- I feel like he used to be and he's not anymore. Yeah like now but I feel like he doesn't act as much but then like he does and he does he that does, like movie. cheesy rom-coms yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like he does like really corny stuff. Like he's kind yeah, of super corny. corny. Yeah. But then he did that other movie with like Anna Kendrick, like up in the air and all the oceans movies. Like he used to do legitimate films. And now I agree with your point. Like it's no, no bueno. Yeah. 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 For sure. So do you think that you'll be taking Kayla to see Super Mario Brothers? No, but I'm excited for it to come out on demand and for me to watch it. I just don't think she can sit in the theater for like that many Oh, hours. yeah. No, sorry. Not take. Then you don't have to take her to see. But like, do you think that you would have her watch that since apparently the kids are loving it? Um, I would be happy to turn it on. But the thing about Kayla is like when she sets her sights on something like she doesn't come out of that hole for a while. So like we're so knee deep in high school musical right now. Thanks to Claudia that like, but you know, that Claudia, like Claudia foisted that on her. Like if you want her to be obsessed with something, like I feel like you could kind of. No, it has to. There's certain things that would make her be criteria. obsessed, right? Criteria. Music is the number one. So like well, if it's a Super musical. Super Mario Brothers has that song. I know, but is it a musical, Jackie? Well, like, can she listen to the playlist in the car? Like, that is criteria numero okay. uno. Okay. Okay. Fine. Yeah. But, like, I love Super Mario. Like, we used to play that as kids. And this and is becoming such a nostalgic episode. It is. I know, it is. I know Live and Let Live is the leading title, but it might be, like, it might have to be something with nostalgia. No, but, it, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like, we used to have Super Mario on our computers, and we used to play. Yeah. That yeah. we weren't video game girlies, but that was the one and only game that the we played and, and that we game. liked. Yeah, and Snood. Snood. Icy Tower. <laughs> Icy Tower, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we played a few games, but not video games, computer no, games. No, no, computer games. Because we computer were like games. academics. No, because. In between, you know, writing papers, we would just do a little computer game. No, we were like. Or right what at was the that cusp- website? What was that website? Aqua something? Oh, that I had don't know. all the games. Oh, I don't know. What was the website that had all the games? I don't know, Jackie. I don't know. You're better. You you and your memory. Come on. It'll come to me. Okay, cool. We used to play a lot of games. Yeah. Because, like, we were, like, the generation, like, right where, like, computers in terms of, like, everyday life. Like, obviously, like, that AOL AIM generation, you know? And, like, Mm -hmm. using your computer for, like, homework and schoolwork was, like, the norm right at the cusp of like when we were going to high school and stuff yeah 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 all very cool well olivia thank you for helping us deliver the fast five it has been a pleasure to catch up with you i know the toasters are going to be so happy to hear from you and to hear your take on oh look at you a little turdy lou over there oh my god is is, like is that the turdy lou way she just breaks out in song so you've listened to zero episodes no no i know but i feel like uh, yeah, yes, I guess. It you know, is. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you say a word, does she, like, sing from yes, said word? Yes, like, oh. there are a few tropes that we have. Like, when I say thank you, like, she'll read the ads, and I say thank you, and she goes, it's a pleasure. Oh, Did, oh, and, oh, I didn't realize. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you're just really filling in on all fronts for Trudy I mean, today. big shoes to fill over here. Big, the biggest. Big do you think she'll listen to our wins. episode? <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. We should actually so like say whatever you want. No, I was just gonna say like let's leave this or here. Leave an Easter egg. Yeah, and see if she's like, oh yeah, you know, I did listen. Or there's a nothing. chance she would listen because she's going on a plane. Mm, truth, truth, truth. But I don't see it for her. I really don't. I think she'll she's enjoying her day off as she should because she's she been should. 
holding it down the last few weeks and we are immensely grateful to Turdy Lou. But I will be back with her tomorrow on the show and tonight, Monday night, is the Met Gala. And so tomorrow's oh, episode fabulous. is going to be so fun. I'm, I'm really excited to see what everyone brings. I hope everyone brings their A-game. I'm already seeing like so many like teaser stuff because the theme is Carl. Carl, Lagerfeld, yeah. which is like a really good theme. Like Rihanna stepped out like in these Chanel glasses and it's giving, you know. And like I heard I'm no lo- Kardashians. No, they're going. Kim, po- Kim posted she's going. People just love to like lie on their name. Yeah, what is up with that weirdness? Yeah, they're definitely um, like all going i mean I, I don't know about courtney and chloe tbd just because i don't know if they enjoyed it last time like i don't know that they would want to go again enough right like right, i know right, chloe right. i just watched the episode from last season chloe had like immense horrible anxiety like she doesn't like red carpets like i don't think it was fun for her that makes sense so we'll see and if they do go to all of them i really hope one designer takes them all and dresses them cohesively that's my that's my met gala wish i wish What's for yours? that for you Ooh, um I don't know. I don't really have a Met Gala wish. I just hope that like there's... <laughs> That's normal. That's yeah. normal. <laughs> no. Um, I just hope we have like some, you know, some good looks, some interesting peeps, and I will be like following along adjacently, you know? Yeah. Like I'm not yeah. going to be sitting in front of the stream. Like that's just not my vibe. No, but... I never watch the stream, but Claudia likes to watch it. Yeah. No, I definitely want to I want to be wowed, you know, like I want to see some cool people wear some beautiful things. And I I think the theme sometimes the theme is like too outrageous for me to fully understand, like what people are doing. And like you can't really mess this theme up. Yeah, I think it's going to be. It would be disrespectful to mess this theme up. Oh, yeah. You know, Carl would be vomiting if you fuck it up. Vomiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. So, no, I think it's going to be fun. And that's always a fun pop culture touch point so have you ever seen the documentary the Mm -hmm. first monday in may i think i did i think i watched it on a plane yeah good stuff very interesting but no what was the other documentary that they did about the september issue was it called the september issue yeah but there's also another documentary that's like seven days or something like that where it's like seven days before like the biggest events in the world i think the met gala is one of them kentucky derby Um, i didn't watch that mm, cool I watched. Yeah, I think so. I think I watched some of them. I definitely watched the Kentucky Derby one. I thought it was really interesting. That's cool. Yeah, you know, I'm into like sports documentaries too. I find them fascinating. Look at you, such a cool, chill girl. I mean, the Manti Teo one was the best in history. So come on, yeah, totally. Well, Liv, where can everyone keep up with you and your life? My life. Um, at Olivia Ashray, I feel like my growth has been stagnant. So, um, if you're oh. feeling like throwing a follow, let's give like her a bump, make a girl feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's try for a bump. You know, might as well. Um, but yeah, you can keep up with me there, where I just like post my suburban life and my recipes. Um, I did a a little bit of a Costco haul this weekend. You know, just the things that an average girly does, because that's me, an average girly. We love it. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you next time. And toasters, I shall see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Ciao. You know how we end it. We say love ya. Bye. Obviously. Love ya. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)